Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Episode number 98. Getting on up there. We are. We've been getting on up there. Well, it's it's funny because every single week we do a podcast, mm-hmm. the number goes up. Yeah. And it's just wild. That's crazy. Uh, and we're closing in both on the 100th episode and our two-year anniversary, right. which is unfreaking believable Yeah, I can't believe we made it this far. No. And uh, like we've talked about before, we were on the cusp of being canceled. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a lot of meetings um, and there were a lot of people that kept this podcast afloat. Right. Some some big time names like celebrities, like you guys do do not understand yeah. uh, the fact that we've had to have a lot of meetings with producers and people that you know you probably wouldn't expect have come in and and kind of saved us right. as, as far as keeping the podcast afloat. And I'm not going to name any celebrity names, but uh, if you're listening, uh, thank you very much for helping us out. Yeah, uh, you know who you are. Uh, but anyways, we are all about audience. Mm-hmm. Interaction is that right? Yeah. Wouldn't you say that? Hundred percent. What do we value? Number audience one. Interaction. Audience interaction. Right. Yeah. That's why we have the polls. That's why we have social media accounts. Right. So I we were sitting here, uh, and now of course I'm not talking to you. No. Uh, I'm talking to the audience. Uh huh. We were sitting here, and we said, you know, we haven't ever given the audience just an opportunity to call in. Right. Sure, we've had guests on the show, mm-hmm. um, and we've had even we've had people call in, but usually it's not just someone random. Mm-hmm. It's usually a planned thing. Well, today, we have opened the lines, mm-hmm. and we're going to be accepting phone calls yeah. in studio. This is unlike any All You Need to Know episode we've ever done. Right. There is not necessarily a script. Um, we have an idea. We've got Curtis is over there with the phone lines. And, and he, he better not mess it up. He's given us uh, some information, but apparently we're just going to find out as we go who is calling, which right. is super exciting. Oh, dangerous, uh, we've, it is. It is very dangerous. We've gotten some emails, so we, we kind of have an idea. There was roughly, we sent out the tweet, you know, the Instagram post, mm-hmm. uh, whatever else we sent out, Facebook, and we, we said, hey, contact us. Uh, we'll set you up a, a scheduled appointment. And we got, what was it? Over a hundred yeah. emails, mm-hmm. messages, stuff like that. So apparently, Curtis has the top four. That's what we're going to go through today, and it's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. So I, go I'd ahead. Like to know how he cycled is, those out. <coughs> excuse me. Is there any other thing that the audience needs to know about as far as this, this episode? Go ahead and tell them if, if there is. If there's not, uh, I'm not sure what you should say. I I think it's going to be a fun one. They should know that. So I mean, we've. Well, that's I, I, implied, I, isn't it? Yeah, right. I mean, I can only imagine how some of these conversations are going to go or who is going to be the ones calling in. Right, uh, and I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to yeah. get to this, and I think we we should probably go ahead and just jump right in and do it. Probably uh, too. So we've gonna, we're going to have four phone calls. We have no idea who's calling, mm-hmm. uh, but it's going to be exciting. It's going to be invigorating. Welcome to episode number 98. Mm-hmm. This is our call-in episode. Here we are on the other side of the topic transition. Uh-huh. DJ, are you ready to answer some phone calls? I'm pumped. Okay. Well, I just gave Curtis the signal, and we are ready for our very first phone call. Uh, so here we go. Caller, what is your name, and where are you calling from? Hi, guys. Uh, this is Tyler Brockman from Benton, Kentucky. Long-time uh, listener, first-time caller. Thanks for having me on. Fantastic. Wow. 
Oh my goodness, uh, Mr. Brockman or Tyler Brockman. Right. Uh, well, I guess we'll just refer to you as Tyler. I'm sure both of us had you as a teacher mm-hmm. uh, whenever we were back at the old Marshall County High School. But uh, Tyler, thank you for. Or how, what would you prefer us to call you? T- Tyler's fine. Okay. okay, so we'll refer to you as Tyler, uh, and you know, just out of uh, habit, I might call you Mr. Brockman, and I apologize in advance for that. That's fine. Okay. Um, do you have any questions? This is exciting. This is the first time uh, that we've ever done this before on the podcast. You are actually the first caller ever, the first call-in ever to All You Need to Know, so that's an honor. Uh, you should be very proud of yourself. Well, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Thank you once again. Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, no problem at all. Um, any questions? Because, uh, of course, that's all we're, we're, we're here to answer. Any questions you have, whether that be uh, the news, whether that be sports, mm-hmm. maybe some existential questions, what yeah. is the meaning of life, yeah. we can we can help you out in any way that you need. Well, just just a few questions. I'll stick to uh, I'll stick to the things that that I at least claim to know a little bit about. Not really uh, very well, but uh, I dabble in the area of athletics and sports. So, uh, first off, I just want to commend you guys at AY and 2K for all the great philanthropic work that you guys do of giving back to the community. Uh, things like the BGA Championship. Uh, really mm. appreciate all the things you guys do for the community. I hey, and that's. We're taking that right now. Both of us are, you know, close to tearing up. Oh yeah. Um, so that means a lot to us. Uh, it really does. We we always try to give back. We don't have a lot to give back, but right. we, whenever we do have li- the little that we have to give back, we try to give it back. Uh, so we appreciate your uh, your compliment there. Well, not a problem at all. The uh, I'll get straight to it, and then I'll let you guys uh, answer the questions. Uh, just two questions for you uh, in the world of sports. Uh, first off, I know both of you all. Uh, our, our golfers yourselves, and I just wanted to get your all's take on Tiger Woods winning uh, his 82nd uh, tournament, uh, tying Sam Snead. Uh, just wanted to see what you guys thought about uh, whether or not his the peak of his career uh, when he was so dominant in the early 2000s, if that was more impressive or if uh, his comeback has been more impressive uh, it, as, as with what he's doing right now. Okay, and, we'll, and I know you have another question possibly. Uh, we'll stick to that one because there's a lot of meat on that bone. Um, and we're excited to answer that question. DJ, would you like wow. to go ahead and, and lead off with that? That's a fantastic question, first of all. Thank you for the, for the fantastic question. Well, in my, in, in my personal opinion, uh, I would say that it was more impressive at his peak uh, from the 2001, 2002 to 08 or so uh, seasons of golf. Um, I, personally, just because of how dominant he was, um, the comeback story is a fantastic comeback story yes but i think it is more impressive uh for the things that he was doing in his prime right um and as dj said uh you know that that era of you know 2000 2008 uh -hmm. it's it's unrivaled uh that's one of the most impressive sports performances as far as duration in history but i'm gonna go ahead and, and deliver a hot take uh, that's not his peak. He's peaking right now. You think so? He is going to continue to win the tournaments, whether it be just regular tournaments mm-hmm. or ma- major championships. Okay. I am predicting right now that Tiger Woods will win the next eight major championships. All eight in a row? All eight in a row. The next four. So two years. For two years, Tiger will will be at the top of the major bill, or leaderboard Every single tournament. That's what I'm going to say. I'm saying his peak. We have not seen it yet. We're about to see it. Wow. I, I love that take. I, I absolutely love that take. 
Mr. Eaton. Um, I, I hope that you're. I hope that you are 100% accurate in that assessment. I think there's a little bit in all of us that hopes that that is true. Well, nostalgia. Yes. I mean, you you gotta for for the ones who were little or just in a different part of life seeing him in his prime from that 2000 to 2008 era yes uh, to see him come back and to kind of it's almost like we're able to reminisce in watching him That's contend right. to win tournaments and then it, it could also be argued that he's had two primes uh, and of course the prime mm. that we're about to see and then the prime from around 2008 to 2013 right uh, but it just wasn't golf um, right, right, so right. We're, we're, we're taking those two primes and, and we're, we're, we're standing them up to the test of time, mm-hmm. uh, seeing if anyone can ever reach uh, the levels that he did in right. both categories. Uh, and I'm not, we're not going to get into the prime from 2008 to 2013. Well, I, th- I think it, the, the prime for what you're talking about is also led up to th- 2009. Right, right. Because 2009 is when that prime kind of dipped off like his back injuries in golf. Yes. And uh, Tyler, would you like to make any comments or would you just maybe say, no, thank you, I'm okay, on the prime from 2008 or 9 to 2013? Well, all I would say is that I think we, um, we all make mistakes and... Luckily, uh, it appears that uh, Tiger has been able to overcome some of those mistakes and maybe misfortunes, and he is—he's—he's uh, he's got a, a new lease on life, maybe so to speak. Hmm. So it maybe it brightened it up. It, it brightened up his life uh, as far as as far as the uh, the little prime, or we're we're calling it a prime. You you call it a mistake. You refer to it as that. Uh, we'll we'll we'd love to talk to Tiger and find out what he would call it. Right. Uh, but what's your second question, Tyler? Uh, second question, just real quick, guys, and then I'll. I'll let you go. Thanks again for having me on. Um, I know you're both huge Murray State fans, and obviously uh, Murray State fans are also, in turn, John Morant fans. And I just wanted to get your all's take on how you think his career will pan out in the NBA. I know over the course of the first few games of the season, he's had some struggles. He had a great performance against the Brooklyn Nets. I uh, just wanted to get your all's take on, on where you see John Morant going from here as the number two overall pick in the NBA draft last year. And that, that's a great question, DJ. Do you want to go ahead and take the take the lead on that one as well? Hey, I'll be the first one to say that I had some doubts about Jaw, uh, and I used every excuse in the book with where he was playing. Um, sure, he can be dominant in the OVC playing against those teams, but um, and he had some flashes of good performances against some SEC teams and whatnot. But uh, I had my doubts, and I, I really feel at this point that I'm being proven wrong. Uh, I don't think that I looked at the style of game that the NBA. Uh, was playing and how much that would benefit Jaw playing with even better players than he was playing with at Murray State. Let me tell you something, Tyler. Jaw Morant is really good. I mean, he's really good. Um, I I knew from I, I was watching videos of him from high school, mm-hmm. uh, hooping it up mm-hmm. uh, as they as they say, um, and I could tell this guy was a once in a generation talent. Um, are, 20 years from now, are we going to be sitting here and saying, is he uh, the best player to ever uh, play basketball? Uh, yeah, I think we will be saying that. So, uh, you know, th- there's a lot of expectations, um, and with that comes great responsibility. Uh, Jaw's going to have to make sure that he focuses on basketball, and I don't think he's going to have a problem doing that because I, I think he loves the sport. Anybody right. that is married to the game mm-hmm. is going to be successful. Right. And John Morant proposed to basketball. Well, guys, I, I like like I said earlier, I really appreciate you guys having me on. I uh, love what you're doing with the show, and uh, I, I hope to uh, hope to hear from you guys again soon. Thanks so much for having me.
Tyler, thank you for calling in, uh, and we look forward to maybe hearing you hearing from you uh, in the future, maybe if we do another episode like this. Absolutely. Guys, thanks so much. All right, thanks. So that was our first call, and I think we did a fantastic job. I think and, that went well. Uh, Tyler Brockman did a fantastic uh, job asking the questions, and I, I know that he's uh, got a lot on his plate uh, right. as far as being a teacher. He's a father, uh, yeah. a wonderful father, yeah. and a husband. Right. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm not going to break any news, but I think he broke the news a little bit ago. If anyone knows Tyler Brockman, he's having twins. He's got his hands full. He's mm. gonna, he's gonna have a, a crowded house. He's gonna, he's gonna have to keep his head down. Hands going at it. Yes, and uh, I will say, uh, Brogman, I'm, I'm guessing that you're listening to this. Possibly think of doing some sort of reality TV show. I think you are in- entertaining enough, uh, and also just just a lovely person. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I love I love that man, and I think he would do a fantastic job, maybe on a TLC or an MTV uh, reality TV Tyler. show. I, it was interesting, wasn't it? I usually, and even when I was in high school, I, I usually just took right to Brogman. And he's got a he's got a great golf game. I don't know if if, yeah. you, if anyone that's listening today runs into Tyler Brockman on the golf course, do not play him for money. Great golf game, even better trash talk game. That's right, that's right, exactly. So thank you for calling, Tyler. Um, Curtis is motioning to us to go to the second caller. All right. Uh, so hey, we're gonna keep moving right on through. This is a call-in episode. Mm-hmm. We gotta keep the calls coming. Hua hua, Muhammad Ali. Hua hua. You know what I'm saying? He's bound to now. now. All right. Yeah. We're going to get to our second caller, so we're, we're ready for it. Caller, what is your name, and where are you calling from? This is Stanley Round from Boston. Oh, my wow. gosh. I'm so happy. So Euphoria. Th- this marks the first... I, uh, I Just say your name again, please. This is Stanley Round. So we have never heard Stanley Round's voice before, and if you are a longtime listener, even a recent listener of the podcast, Stanley Round comes up a lot, okay? We have never talked to him face-to-face. Uh, this is as good as face-to-face. At least we get to hear his voice. Well, it's as close as we're going to get. Right. We, we probably won't ever meet him if he lives in Boston. Right. Uh, but... Gosh, Stanley, we are so happy that you called in today. Um, we're we're surprised because we didn't know who was we were going to be talking to. Uh, we were just told the information. This is caller number two, and uh, it's just exciting. Um, but Stanley, thank thank you for calling in today. Yeah, now that you boys are done talking, I'm I'm sorry, Stanley. Uh, I I don't mean to waste any of your time. Uh, if you're in a rush or anything, we apologize. But let's let's go ahead. There's there's almost a mythological tale behind the fact right. of how Stanley Round has came to this podcast. Do you mind uh, just giving the audience a little bit of an idea as far as how you found all you need to know? Well, uh, as you know from my Twitter, I stumbled upon your all's podcast when I was looking for a theater podcast. I've listened every week since. Wow, okay. Fantastic. Um, so, you know, that, that's a good story because you know how yeah. sometimes in life you, you feel like you're maybe not going in the right direction? Mm-hmm. Well, Stanley felt like he was not going in the right direction and he stumbled upon this podcast. And you've been listening, you know, since what? Probably episode, you know, 15, 20? I'd say around 20. Wow, okay. So you're, you're a veteran whenever it comes to all you need to know. Um, and do you, do you have a favorite episode or anything like that? Uh, well, I do have a least favorite, but let's not get into that. Okay, sure, right. and and we appreciate that. Um, Stanley, why don't you go ahead, you know, and I guess tell uh, the audience, I guess, what you do for a living, because we don't even know. We would like to know. Uh, I am a technical producer. A technical really? producer, okay. Uh, for what? Yeah, for what? Uh, it's for business. 
Okay. okay. Yeah, we we get that, Stanley. But uh, what business uh, is it? None of your business. Interesting. Fair enough, Stanley. Right. Uh, so Stanley calls in, and he mm-hmm. wants to talk to us. He wants to ask us questions, but he's being a little withheld. And I understand, Stanley. It's you know we don't necessarily know each other, uh, but you are on the podcast, so you know just remember maybe lighten up. Uh, we're just having a nice back and forth conversation. Here. Right. All right. Well, I'll give you guys a question. Okay. Why do you all have a podcast? Okay, well, that's a that's a fair question. Um, it's because we thought that our conversations were interesting enough to... Uh, mm, no, yeah, I but why do you still do it? Oh. That. Okay, um, oh, so you're saying why... Why do you guys do it? Like, as like, like you're implying no one listens to it, no one enjoys it. So why do you guys do it? That's why you're. That's what you're asking. Yes. Have you ever considered doing something else? Do you mean uh, what? Like video recording? Like right. maybe recording our show with a video camera? No, just like quitting the podcast. Maybe something oh. useful. All right, Stanley, you're Ooh. you're throwing some uh, you're throwing some haymakers here, and we you know, like I said, we appreciate your phone call, but um, I don't know why don't why don't we talk a little bit about how you send us a critique sheet after every single episode? Would you like to tell us a little bit about that? Uh, yes, well, I do believe in chores, and I find it for me to be a chore to listen to your podcast. Sure. So at the end of every podcast, I create a cheat sheet, uh, two to three pages long. And uh, I write down what you did right and uh, the majority, really, of what you did wrong. And then I give you okay. a letter grade. And, yeah, we, we've talked about that on the podcast before. Um, we, I guess, appreciate your feedback. Any mm-hmm. feedback is, is positive. But we will say you were, you were a little critical of the, of the feedback uh, or, or of the things that you say. Right. Um, and, and I don't think we've ever gotten above probably a D, maybe a C. I think a C-, C-, minus, C minus yeah. is the highest you've given us. Yep, that's true. I uh, give grades how I see them fit to be, and a C minus was excellent work for you boys. Okay, well, uh, we'll I, I guess we'll you. take that. We'll take that and run with it. Okay, uh, but are there any questions? I mean, uh, this is a call in a show. Uh, it's great to get to know you, but do you have just a question? You know about about the podcast or anything that we do? Uh, no question. I will say about the only thing you do right is the advice column on your website. I just have a question. Of actually, do you usually try to be funny, or is it more of an informational podcast? Okay, so you're asking if we try to be funny. Trying to be funny, I would advise you to try harder, or just not try at all. Wow. Ooh. Now, Stanley, um, I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and get upset with you, of course. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I do you think that. It? Excuse me. You said you're not gonna sit. Are you gonna stand? I'm gonna like stand. You're upset. I'm gonna. I'm going to stay seated, okay, Stanley, and we're all good here. There's no hard feelings. Um, yes, most of the time uh, we try to be uh, be an informational podcast, mm-hmm. and occasionally we'll throw in a joke there, uh, you know, here here or there. And it's just one of those things that naturally happens. DJ and I, I feel like we're not going to throw is throw them away. All right, yes. Stanley. See, um, now here's the thing. We enjoy criticism. But, I mean, we enjoy the, the constructive kind. Right, that's exactly right. So, Stanley, um, it, it, and here's the thing. It's a, it's a dream come true to finally get to know you, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, this isn't, the, this isn't the way that I thought the interview would go, mm-hmm. um, the, the phone call at least. So, uh, do you have any questions? I mean, you're a longtime listener, right? You know that we are possibly wrapping it. We're, we're not, we're not going to 
confirm it, but we're most likely wrapping up the podcast, right, at episode 100. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any questions regarding that? Um, well, I was just going to ask if it's going to be true. Oh, okay. Well, uh, mm-hmm. that sounded sincere and heartfelt, Stanley. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not sure. We're, we're not entirely, we haven't made up our mind. DJ, have you? No, we may end up flipping a coin on it. We're not real sure. Okay. Uh, we're probably leaning towards 100 being our last one. Yeah. Well, whether you stop or continue, both will be fine with me. All right, okay. Stanley. Um, I, I would like to say it's been nice talking to you, but I'm not sure I can say that. Uh, but nevertheless, thank you for calling in, Stanley Round. Uh, and I hope you have a great uh, life as your te- your technical producer up in Boston. So just keep living your best life, Stanley, uh, and keep sending the crit- critique sheets. We'll continue to look at them. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll see you boys. All right. Thank you, Stanley. All right. Um, I guess they say never meet your heroes, right? Yeah. Always be disappointed. Always be disappointed or I'm ready to be disappointed. disappointed. No, Stanley, he seemed like he had good intentions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that you know, he was just he was just being, I think, supportive in like a stern father figure what? kind of way. And I wouldn't want him to be somebody that he's not. Right. I want him to be completely honest and transparent. And that's exactly what he was. Absolutely. So Stanley, uh, thank you for following us as long as you have and uh, calling in today. So I guess it's time to get to our third caller. Mm-hmm. We are moving through these calls pretty quickly. Uh, but Curtis is giving us the go signal, so here we go. Caller number three, where are you calling from, and what is your name? Calling from Benton, Kentucky, and this is Scooter. Hey. My dad. Wow. Hey, Dad. Scoots. What's up, gentlemen? How are you? Doing uh, well. We're good. We're good. How are you doing, Dad? Thanks for calling in today. Yes, um, I'm doing doing well. Hey, <clears throat> make sure you tell Curtis that our tea time is at two o'clock Saturday. Oh. You got a tea time with Curtis. Curtis did not tell me that, but um, I th- he's listening at the same time we are, so he, he just said thumbs up, so he knows. Right, because uh, Curtis and I have kind of developed a little you know, Saturday game just because the way y'all treat him all the time. So he kind of leans on me, and we, we go to the 19th hole and have, you know, kick back a few and discuss you know, how terrible y'all treat him. So I'll try to get okay. him picked back up for the, for the next week when he comes and starts working for y'all again. So. Now, don't try to undercut us here, because some of that discipline is well-deserved. Yeah, well, I know some of it is, but, I mean, some of it's kind of just, you know, y'all are going overboard with the property, from Curtis's okay. point of view. Well, you don't have to handle Curtis, but we're not going to get into that, okay? Uh, I'm sure you have some questions maybe to ask us, and that's what we're doing today. We've we've already gotten through a couple callers, and all we're doing, people are asking us questions. Or, uh, of course, we already know you, so we don't have to do a Q&A. You're, you're a scooter. I guess this is a scooty call. No. Um, but go ahead, uh, scooter, Joe Eaton, father, whatever whatever title you want to go by. Uh, what, what are some questions you have for us? What's the first one? Okay, well, i got three questions for you that I'd like to ask for you tonight, see if y'all can answer them the best you can. Um, if you could create a holiday, what would it be called, and how would you celebrate it, and when would this holiday be? Well, Interesting. Uh, that's a great question. Uh, first off, I'll go ahead and say, while DJ's maybe thinking, um, the holiday would be called uh, Quinn Eaton Day, uh, and it would be on my birthday, October 23rd, uh, every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and people would just shower me with uh, praise and, and gifts and uh, it would just be a big celebration across the entire country, maybe even the world. Quinn Eaton Day. Uh, and, uh, of course, I'm trying to be humble uh, saying that. So, I mean, essentially you're just saying your birthday. Yes, but he said create a holiday. A birthday is not considered a holiday. This would then be considered a holiday. It would be Quinn Eaton Day, National Quinn Eaton Day or Global Quinn Eaton Day. 
Okay. So you'd be uh, right after like Washington's birthday and all that kind of stuff. It would, it would rival President's Day. You know, kids would get out for it. Uh, you know, things like that. Understandable. Um, you know, I, I would probably say um, National Loan Forgiveness Day um, because I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you, Scooter. I am as broke as a freaking joke, as they like to yes. say. So, uh, you know, it, it, it'd be nice to just one day be like, be able to throw my name in a hat a couple of times to, to see if my name gets drawn out to, hey, you don't have to pay for your college or your gas for the next year. So, you know, I mean, that would, uh, I think that that would be a good one. That's a would, holiday a lot of people would get behind, too. Yeah, yeah. They, would, they, yeah they would get behind that a whole lot, yes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Question number two, then. Okay. All right, would you rather win an Olympic gold medal, an Academy Award, or a Nobel Peace Prize? Another really good question. Uh, Coming in. You're, you're, we've had you on the podcast a couple times already, probably twice, uh, maybe three times. We're not, I'm not entirely sure of the number. Mm-hmm. And I would say that this podcast, this one that we're recording right now, uh, you have been the most prepared for, which is in a way a compliment, but also, Dad, you know, you should have brought this kind of intensity yeah. uh, whenever you were on the podcast earlier. However, uh, the question was an Olympic gold medal, a Nobel Peace Prize, or an Academy Award. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you rather win? I, I would say Academy Award. Okay. Um, just because, you know, as much physical talent as it takes uh, to win an Olympic award or yes. an Olympic medal, um, I would have to say an Academy Award just because, you know, you really connect with people that way. Right. And I think that that's probably going to get your name out there a lot. Uh, and I would also agree Olympic glory uh, fades quickly. Uh, probably yeah. probably the quickest of the other of the three. Yeah. Um, I would say Nobel Peace Prize. I would rather win a Nobel Peace Prize. Now, for what? Uh, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but I know that that would probably be what I'd rather win it for. I feel like I'd go down in the history books. Uh, and you know it, it's nice. It'd be nice to know for people uh, say, "Oh, uh, world peace is associated with Queen Eaton." I think that'd be that'd be something to hang your hat on. Uh, Do you know who won the last world? I Nobel? don't. Okay, I don't. See, that's my. Point. Um, but Scooter, what would you rather win? <clears throat> Me, I'd probably I like to win all three of them. To be honest with. You. Okay, okay, that's a great answer. Yeah. And you and you are highly capable, Dad. Yeah. So I mean, I could probably pull that off. You know. You know, because it's yeah. me, Scooter. Yeah. That's right. I know. All right, let's move on to the third question, gentlemen. And uh, this is kind of, since we have Halloween coming up here in the next couple of days, this, I thought this would be an appropriate question. If you had to wear one Halloween costume every day for the rest of your life, what would that be? Okay. Hmm. Um, a quick retort for you, Dad. Did you come up with these questions yourself? Oh, yes, I did. Okay. They mm-hmm. sounded They sounded authentic. Uh, so a Halloween costume you had to wear every day for the rest of your life. Um, I would probably dress up as a cowboy. I think I would fit in. I think I, so? And now, do I like being a cowboy? No, but just the idea of people that I've known for so long seeing me in a cowboy costume, maybe in the beginning they would think it was some sort of gimmick or joke, mm-hmm. but then I continually wear it. It would probably bother them. Um, and I think that that would be fun for me because I would know that it was bothering other people. And, of course, it would bother me at some point. But, yeah, I'd say a cowboy. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, that would fit in, right, with Texas and Oklahoma and all that, too. Though I see you went down there, that would just be perfect for you when you don't have to change clothes, see? I might have to move, yes. But, DJ, what, what kind of Halloween costume would you wear for the rest of your life? I think I might go with the birthday suit. Uh, simple, cheap, 
And, you know, it's it's not as restricting. Like, I don't, I don't have to wake up every morning, and I don't have to put the cowboy hat and the holster on, and the sure. boots and the spurs on. Uh, uh, I quick, can just, too, if yeah. you're in a hurry. Yeah. Hey. hey, hey, get out of bed, jump get in the shower, bed. dry off, head to, head head to work. Out. Yep, and it's an excuse because it's Halloween, yep. right? Uh, so, that yeah, I mean, Dad, is there a Halloween costume that you'd wear for the rest of your life? Oh, I'd probably, probably Superman. I'd walk around with a cape, you know, and just chest out and... A little spandex action. Absolutely. Yeah. Slick, slick my hair back. You know, she does. I think that'd be, that'd be good. You know. You, you'd look good. Yeah. I would, I would look, definitely pull that, I'd pull that off too, so. You look like a movie star anyway, so that would just fit, fit the role, I think. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I just think I, you know, it's plus, and in the, in the wintertime, plus the tights that keep the legs warm and stuff. So, I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's pretty practical costume, I think, so. All right, Get yeah. to show off the calves. Yeah, the dad calves, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you've thought about this question before, so uh, that that was that was the, all three of those questions. I feel Fantastic. like you've thought of for a while, and uh, thank you for coming prepared. You you yeah, nailed it, Dad. Yeah, I'm I'm glad y'all uh, took my call. I didn't know if I was going, you know, y'all probably said, "Oh, it's scooter, the caller ID." Just don't answer that. So, well, uh, I'm I'm real happy that y'all y'all answered. Me. You can thank Curtis for that. He patched you through here. We had no control over who was getting in the episode today. Right. Well, you know, because you know, Curtis and I have got tea time uh, you know, That's Saturday, right. too. So. And he just, Curtis Curtis just practices golf swing through the window. Uh, so it was god-awful. He's excited. Yeah, he's got a terrible form, but uh, we're not going to get into that. But, Dad, or Scooter, Joe Eaton, thank you for calling today. You did a wonderful job, uh, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Y'all take it easy. All right, you too. So that was caller number three, Scooter. That was a scooter, a scooty call. That was a scooty call. I mean, what? I think we've had. That was the third scooty. That was call? the third scooty call. And then he's been on one other. Right? That's right. That's right. Yeah, and he did a wonderful job. He yeah. was very prepared. Like I said, probably the most prepared he's ever been for anything in his life. Probably would have done more scooty calls if it had been like if that. If it would have been like that the very first time, you're exactly right. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Dad, thank you for calling in. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of people. And those were some good questions. Those yeah. are some. Those are some. You know, questions that you want to write down uh, in your notes if you're taking notes uh, today. But we have time for one more caller, mm. and we are excited to wrap this episode up. Uh, so we'll go ahead and get to that call. All right, caller four. Uh, can you state your name for us and uh, where you're calling from? My name is, uh, I guess, President Trump. I'm calling from 1600 Penicillin Avenue. Oh, wow, President Trump. Uh, also, I think that's uh, Pennsylvania Avenue. Is it real? Well, that, you know, that's, I guess that's besides the point. But anyway, Mike and Mike, how are you guys doing? Uh, uh, Mr. President, like we've said before, this is not Mike and Mike. And honestly, that show hasn't been on for probably a year or two. Are, are you shitting me? Did they break up? I mean, it was sort of a breakup. They just both have their own shows now. Well, I'll tell you what, I watch Mike and Mike every morning, you know, to this day, so I don't know what you all are talking about, okay? But anyways, guys, the show is fantastic. It makes a lot of people happy. Happy people. People are happy. I heard there's 100 episodes or the 100th episode's coming up, and that's fantastic. Yeah, well, we appreciate that. Uh, Did you call just to compliment us? Well, no, 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 of course not. You know, I I have a few rants I want to get to, and this seems to be the best place to do it, okay? So I guess I'll just go ahead and get started. I'm going to go ahead and start now, okay? Okay. First first of all, are there a lot of people named after fruits? Uh, People named after fruits. I'm not entirely sure about that. Well, see, everywhere I look, okay, the Internet, the newspaper, people are saying, uh, I'm Peach Trump, 
And I'm like, good for you, okay? What a unique name. Uh, but apparently it isn't unique because it seems like everyone's name is Peach. Uh, you know, the only Peach I know is, uh, you know, Princess Peach, and she's sort of a bitch, if I'm going to be completely honest. Okay, well, that's a heavy play, but I'm not sure if anyone has told you, but they are most likely uh, shouting or yelling, impeach Trump. All right, come again? Impeach? Is that what you said? Yes, impeach is removing you from office. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. I remove myself from my office all the time. I lead the all-time president's list in uh, vacation time and pee-pee boo-boo breaks. All right. Uh, they mean permanently removing you from being president, though. People want to fire me? Okay, last time I checked, I am the most powerful man on the planet, and only I can fire people. I fired a lot of people if you watch Celebrity Apprentice. Uh, I do it a lot. I create a lot of jobs in the White House right now. Well, how is that, Mr. Trump? Well, I, I hire people and then I fire people, okay? Very high employee turnover, which is what you want to see, creating jobs all the time. Anyways, okay, let's talk about something else, okay? All people ever want to talk about is government this and crisis that, you know, the economy this and Melania that. I'll tell you what the real crisis is, fast food restaurants being so cheap. And you think that's a bad thing? Oh, without a doubt. All these four-for-fours, five-for-fives, two-by-fours, it's just too much. They make you think you're getting a good deal, but that's why America's so fat, okay? Because unhealthy food is so cheap. Well, if that's the case, then why have you served sports teams fast food when they visit the White House? Well, you know, it's, it's very cheap, okay? I have to feed all these people. Money doesn't grow on trees, at least not as much as it did whenever I was a kid. Uh, and I run a tight budget, okay? Let me tell you. I'm just saying, maybe they should make it a, you know, a six or five, uh, throw in a shot of insulin, okay? Now, that's something I could get by. Well, Donald, you make some fair points. I'll go ahead and give you that one. Also, okay, I just love this time of year, okay? Halloween is my favorite, and I don't know how, but people must know that. Why do you say that? Well, people seem to extend this holiday, it seems like, all year. Uh, anytime I go anywhere, really, uh, you know, to one of my presidential rallies, uh, maybe the restaurant rallies, which is a fantastic restaurant. It's an awesome restaurant. Uh, I was just at a baseball game the other day, and everyone's yelling, boo, to try and scare me. But let me tell you, you have to get up pretty early in the morning to scare old Donnie Boy here. <sighs> okay. Uh, well, do you mind if we ask you a question? Uh, sure, yeah. Why not? I don't have anything else to do. Go ahead. We have talked about this before in our podcast, but uh, do you stand or sit? Uh, you know, what is that, the National Anthem? No, Lord, no. Of no. Course oh, not. I hope that's not a tough decision for you. Uh, it is referring to the bathroom. Okay, okay. the wiping process, if you mean. Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, I, I, it's a hybrid of both, I would say. Uh, you know, I do maybe, uh, I alternate a couple wipes standing, uh, a couple wipes sitting, uh, and then, you know, just being honest and transparent here, uh, usually takes me about. Uh, 15 uh, to 20 wipes uh, to get it all cleaned up down there. All right. Um, well, uh, well, thank you. Anyways, uh, do you have anything else? Uh, you know, I, I have. I think I have one more thing, okay? Um, do you think that people actually win those sweepstakes? Okay, you never hear about the people that do. Uh, you know, I'm talking about, like, you enter to win a round-trip flight to Los Angeles to meet John Travolta. You know, and it's on the side of a yogurt box or something. Uh, I remember uh, a couple years ago, 
it was like when a when a trip to visit the sweet life of Zach and Cody Cass on a side of a gogurt box, which is my favorite uh, little snack time uh, treat. But I, I don't understand. Do you think that people actually ever win those? Because you don't ever hear about them. Yeah, I mean that's true. There's no real assurance. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much, Jack. And it's exactly right. You know, there's really never any way to find out. Uh, and I, I for one, would love to meet John Travolta. A fantastic actor. I would say uh, his best work is Hairspray. Fan, phenomenal job. Absolutely tremendous. Uh, but I just want to know. You know, you figured you'd see it on Instagram or Twitter, and I'm on Twitter enough, so I, I feel like I would see it. But, uh, anyways, you know what? I've got to go. Okay. I really enjoyed it. Uh, but long live Trump. Uh, vote for me. The world is flat. All right. I'll see you guys later. Well, how about that? It's not every day you get a phone call from the President of the United States. Second time for us, though. Second time, yeah. He Or maybe third. I think it might be the third time he's called. Wow. It's phenomenal. Donald Trump, Mr. President, thank you for calling in. I'm sure you had a lot of things to get to, you know, as far as golfing is mm-hmm. concerned. But mm-hmm. uh, thank you for making time. Thank you for all the callers that, that called in for this episode. I think it was a great episode. Oh, a lot of fun. Uh, uh, we had a lot of fun, and I hope the audience is going to have a lot of fun listening and Again, thank you to everyone that called in. Um, that's going to do it for this episode, number 98. So we've got two episodes left here. Yeah. Um, and it's you know it's coming down to the to the end of it. You know I don't want to I don't want to start tearing up or choking right. up. But no. uh, you know 100 episode that's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, so we're counting down to it. But that's it for number 98. Yep. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm DJ Pig. And you guys take it easy. This has been all you need to know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook. Or send us an email at all you need the number two no zero zero at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K we've got you covered.